Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Now, from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Joey, baby! Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Armstrong and Getty. But I know this. They're loco. Everyone knows it. But the dramatics could come down just a little bit. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. campaign, according to Political, will lead a full-throated effort to put abortion rights front and center every 24-hour news cycle through Election Day. Wow. How do you like that? Wow. You, That'll you, get a little tiresome. If but. you've been tired in elections past of, really, abortion again, this is going to be the whole focus of the election, everything that's going on. Yep. Biden is poised to run the most overtly abortion rights platform of any general election candidate in political history as he is in, and his team navigate the first presidential cycle in the post-Roe ever era. They're going to try to make abortion rights the center of every news cycle clear through November 2024. Hmm. That's something. 
What's frustrating to me as a guy who'd prefer to see Republicans elected, though I'm less than thrilled with the current state of the Republican Party, uh, this is a one-foot putt. Who was it who had that great column not too long ago? Forget populism. Let's go with popularism. The, The vast majority of Americans... Agree on abortion. Yeah, it's not a con- it's not that controversial a subject. You can no. get to a sweet spot where you got seventy ish percent approval, seventy to eighty percent approval, really easy. Yeah, relatively easy to get an abortion in the early weeks of a pregnancy, uh, the first trimester, second trimester quite strongly restricted, third trimester practically never, except for the obvious uh, you know uh, uh, examples that are given, life of the mother, etc. Virtually everybody agrees on this. Yeah, that's an overwhelmingly agreed-upon stance, men and women, Republicans and Democrats. And the polling has been solid, steady for years on that. Yeah, and if you have the opinion no abortions ever because it's murder, I completely respect your point of view. I get it. Yeah, purely politics. But, yeah, purely politics. Although, as I pointed out before to you folks who believe those things, Republicans espousing that will not get elected in many many places because that's too far for most americans therefore you will have democrats in charge and they will pass the laws and you will despise those laws yeah on how this is going to play out first of all as uh, is written here by this analyst trump realizes this is a loser issue for republicans and tries to stay away from it And American voters are not as pro-choice as Nancy Pelosi thinks or as pro-life as Mitch McConnell hopes. Kind of what you just stated, where the polling is pretty clear on this. Mm -hmm. But abortion rights groups are going to be joining with environmental groups, labor groups, LGBTQ activists, and many other blue mainstays and going all in on the re-elect Biden-Harris and putting abortion front and center because they think it is the winning issue. So everybody's oh, going to so get easily triangulated. Goodness. Also all in, of course, the pro-choice dominant media whose coverage from now through the end of the election will be in both quality and quantity. One hundred and one percent of what the White House wants it to be. That's it. I'm running for president. How many candidates are in on the Republican side? Fifty so far? Fifty three? Something like that. Will Hurd got <laughs> in yesterday. Another Texan. Finally. Heard has been heard from. So we got herd's like, gonna herd the voters to the polls. Sixteen or something like that. It's a big number. But yeah. uh, so look forward to that. Oh man, I was kind of. If anybody was hoping that the the Supreme Court finally weighing in, it's like settled something, and the issue would go away. Whew, that has not been the case. Can I like volunteer to get a root canal and be kicked by a mule, and and thereby. <laughs> avoid hearing about this for months and months is there some trade i can offer the gods or george washington or fate karma is there some way i can get out of this be kicked by a mule instead that's interesting no i just i don't know who would broker such an arrangement i just i can't stand it coming up later i want to get into an armstrong and getty classic which is us reviewing old movies because we finally got around to seeing them <laughs> um, but it, uh, the reason the movie flew under the radar, I think, and my son and I absolutely loved it is because it came out during the pandemic when everything was closed and weird and, and, uh, the whole George Floyd thing was going on and all that factors in, but I came across this picture speaking of the pandemic and how weird it got at one point. Remember me talking about 
So I live right next to a park. And they had yellow police tape around the uh, playground equipment at the park. It makes me so angry. At the time, chuckleheads like ourselves were saying, you're outdoors in the breeze. You're not going to pass a respiratory disease. We knew it. Yet the authorities did that. Filled in skate parks with sand so no kids would have outdoor recreation. Stay indoors, they told the kids. God, that makes me mad. I hadn't seen this picture. It's a basketball hoop, outdoor basketball hoop, at a park on a big slab of concrete where you'd been out in the space getting some exercise, not staring at your phone or your Nintendo Switch, getting more and more depressed. and thinking As about- a healthy young person, right. you know? It's a picture of a basketball goal, and somebody, I'm sure the city, crafted a couple of two-by-fours, one that went under the hoop, one over the hoop with a bolt through it so that no ball could possibly pass through the hoop so nobody could, even if they came out in the middle of the night, there's no way they could illegally start shooting baskets outdoors. That has got to be the craziest time in U.S. history. That's got to be a symbol of something. Uh, there, there ought to be, that ought to be the, the, the meme of the decade for people with similar points of view to ourselves. The overreach and stupidity of authority. Why do you restrain governments from having too much power? Cause they're so damn bad at it. Always have been, always will be. How's your utopia? How's your government provided utopia coming along? So they were filling in skateboard parks with sand. Chasing people down the beach, waiting for them to paddle in and arrest them. Single people parasailing or or whatever you call that. Putting boards over basketball hoops and police tape around swing sets. That has got to be the craziest thing that has ever happened in our nation's history. Coronavirus! Catch me outside, how about that? (laughs) Michael, 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 that while hilarious... That wrecked our dramatic uh, momentum. And you, inter- I apologize. and you introduced the term safetyism to us last week or this week. And mm-hmm. that, that has got to be something that gets thrown around more. I was watching my son at the pool. So I think I mentioned yesterday that he went off the high dive for the first time, my 11-year-old. And uh, he was so thrilled about it and everything like that. But my God, the, rule, the rules at the pool, have, as I've been complaining about, for years now at the municipal pool, but the, the, the high dive, you've got like three lifeguards with their eyes trained on the high dive, whistles in mouths, like on the balls of their feet. Wow. <laughs> and they got all these rules about how far everybody has to be away from the stairs. And then one person can go up the stairs and walk out there and nobody can get even anywhere near the stairs until somebody has jumped out. And then nobody can touch the stairs until they get completely out of the pool. I mean, there's what do they think is going to happen? Are they all being raised in orphanages because their parents died going to municipal pools like I did where the. Ladder was full of kids just waiting to run right. out there and jump in the pool. Inching up like ants on a hill. Yeah. And as soon as somebody jumped off, another person jumped in, and everybody was fine. I don't remember a single person ever getting hurt. But so these young people are growing up thinking that's normal. How sick is that? And when when us old people are dead, they'll never know that there was a Wild West that existed where people could jump off the diving board and nobody was really worried about it. That's, of course, if you have a diving board. So many people have said, you have a diving board still? They took it out in my right. town. We're well, taking and you've diving mentioned- boards. The kids have, can jump into the pool, but they can't jump in and do a twist. No, That you would be too dangerous. You can't turn sideways. You need to keep facing the same direction you left of the cement. 
<laughs> and I've been saying for years for new listeners that we've, we're creating a nation of veal calves. And that's what I'm talking about. Call it safetyism if you like. It will ruin people because taking on risk, confronting it, winning, losing, being sadder but wiser, etc., that is how you become an adult who's not terrified by the world and not depressed at every little setback. Resilience. Or do you say resiliency? Resiliency is the best thing we can teach kids. I mean, maybe better than reading and writing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we're systematically denying them resiliency. It's so weird. And these poor, like, 16-year-olds have come to embrace that because that's what they've been told. Oh, it's just sad. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty Show. I listened to a long podcast yesterday with some uh, AI experts and uh, an educator or two involved on how AI is going to lead to the end of homework and how schools are going to have to readjust the way they teach so many different things, maybe structure the day, the lengths of the day, all kinds of different things. It's really going to disrupt schooling. And, uh, man, I didn't hear anything that I thought I don't think is going to happen writing papers is pretty much going to go away unless it's an in-classroom activity. It just Mm -hmm. can't exist in the world of artificial intelligence. It just, it can't. There's no point in it. Also, uh, much of mathematics, all all mathematics homework will go away from home. You could have it in the classroom, but you just, you couldn't do it at home. Just be impossible. Show your work. Okay, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to do it. Um... So, uh, uh, with some, uh, some of the experts thinking that maybe there will, a good thing out of this will be more of an emphasis on reading and comprehension, uh, as that is homework you can give people is reading books and just, uh, and it's just funny. A whole bunch of the educators on this particular podcast, and I know, I'm thankful that a number of the teachers my kids have had also agree, and there have been studies that show this, that the homework boom of like the 90s was bad unproductive oh. waste of time did more harm than good and most people believe that now an ai will just hurry the, the the good riddance to a lot of homework that was not necessary anyway boy my kids suffered through that and that sucks I, oh yeah i i remember thinking how in the hell can a fourth grader have this much homework ridiculous it's idiotic absolutely ridiculous it's funny you know uh it seems that every generation goes through uh, some tragedy of uh redeveloping how to learn that sucks and your kids did some that craze like, among educators in short your yeah. kids did that uh, my kids are growing up in a world or going to school in a world where fourth and fifth grade teachers say no no we don't do any homework which i think is awesome um uh, but then you got all the other new stuff that is happening in school so you got that to go through it's a different sure. different challenge for different times i guess but gender bending crap and what's the math the funky math the, common core math yeah the, yeah common core math um yeah. uh do you see anything to disagree with there that there's going to have to be a major change in the way they do schoolwork i mean i i think like major like you don't even recognize it uh yeah in a lot of ways particularly in college uh but uh, yeah I, i'm sure that's true yeah, they went different through different age groups, uh, whether grade school, high school, or college, but it's going to be, and I know, I know they have software that can tell if you're, you know, plagiarizing or whatever, but that AI is going to be completely different than that. There'll be, there'll be no staying ahead of the ability to come up with a fake paper, I don't think, or, or do your math homework and show the work and everything. 
Yeah, I think you'll have much more uh, in class. Uh, you know, you uh, give me three pages on this topic. What have you learned? What have you, what do you understand about this? Topic? We could actually end up being better. The idea yeah. of an emphasis on reading at home, because that's something AI can't do. I love the sound of that. Although the only way you can test if somebody read it is to ask them to regurgitate the, the material, which I always hated. I despised that so often because you'd be reading, you know, some great piece of literature and I'd be like so super into the, the, the characters and the themes and the human tragedy of it and all. And then the question on the test would be when Jones went to the coffee shop, what did he order? Just to prove that you're right, right. It's like the fact that he freaking ordered coffee cake has nothing to do with the theme, which is man's inhumanity to man, <laughs> not man's inhumanity to coffee cake. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was it'd be that that did happen a lot where it was a trivia contest more than yeah. a understanding the overall. What's what's the point of the book? Right. Yeah. 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 That, that, that you're right. Um. But so just like so many different parts of the world. Once AI gets up and running, man, teachers are going to have to, schools are going to have to completely come up with a new way of teaching kids. So let's all keep our eye on that and have a role in crafting it, I hope. Um, there's a new book out you should know about called White Sight. Oh, Re- boy. Reviewed in the Los Angeles Review of Books. Tim Sandifer says, this sort of thing is treated with respect by the gatekeepers of our culture. As if it says anything profound, true, or rational, in fact, it's garbage. I remember when Matt Taibbi called White Fragility horse s, having reviewed it, and he's a liberal. These books yeah. are just most, the, the, the ones I've mentioned are just crap, divisive crap. But as right. Tim points out here, and racist, but as Tim points out here, the gatekeepers just love them and elevate them to a, to a point of taking very, very seriously. Uh, do I have time to hit you with a little bit of this one? This new book, White Sight. The General Crisis of Whiteness, a conversation with the author, who I'm not even going to name. When European colonists first arrived in the lands they would steal and plunder, they claimed that these terrains were empty and therefore available for the taking. What must have it required to see nothing or claim to see nothing when faced with such richly populated worlds without whose inhabitants they would have perished? According to visual culture theorist, the author, it requires white sight. In his new book, White Sight, Visual Politics and the Practice of Whiteness, Published by MIT Press, he explores how systems of white supremacy see and thus order the world in an unbroken history of colonialism up until the present day. Ah, right. Of course, ignoring, as we always point out, that the Native American peoples that were here and then the peoples before them that we don't really even have a history of all attacked each other and took each other's land all the time, regardless of skin color. Horrific, unthinkable violence for all of human history. Wiping out tribes left and right if you got the upper hand or came up with a better weapon. And we could extend the analysis to Africa if that would please you as well. Same story. I I tell you what, if you're working on one of these woke DEI books, I'd hurry up. I'd I'd crank that thing out fast because uh, more people getting more chance to see this stuff in action are realizing it's not only stupid, it's incredibly ugly. It's crap. And it makes everything it's worse. It's, it's crap. crap. That's right. It's crap. A great story. University of North Carolina Medical School just disbanded their DEI department and said they will be adopting none of their recommendations. Wow. While Chick-fil-A hires uh, a corporate executive to run a new DEI department. Yeah, part part of it is it's all in the execution. Depends on what you're doing, what you're saying. 
Uh, you know, I don't want to have a knee jerk freak out to those letters, although 98% of the time they spell bad news. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I've never understood any of this stuff. I'm not an economist, and I'm not going to become one. The dismal science, but they always give you the the headline number in the, all the headlines, and then the second paragraph is the core number, which is what economists mostly look at. Well, then why didn't you put that in the headline? Why don't you use the number economists think is the most important number? Why do we use a different number? I don't under. I've never understood this. But anyway, well, and and the media acts like you know. Well, people get used to hearing the uh, that the big number, the not core number, though whatever that term is. But you're the media, right? And if if you're going to say one paragraph later, the number most economists think is the most relevant number is well, then start with that one. Go with that one. <laughs> anyway, that one is at five point three percent. That's Oof. when you strip out food and fuel because they're so volatile. The core prices is up 5.3% in May compared to last year at this time, which is really something slightly higher than what economists had expected. 
So, okay, so that's the opposite of the other number you're giving. I don't know. I don't want to get bogged down in that. Um, the other question is, is the Fed going to raise interest rates uh, again? They have 10 times in a row. They're meeting this week. They have 10 times in a row now, and there's some argument that it's slowed enough. Inflation is slowed enough that they don't need to keep uh, raising interest rates, which are now over 5%. I don't know. Um, car prices, by the way, are settling down a little bit, they think. But listen to this. The price of new cars was 4.7% higher in May than a year earlier. They were crazy oh. high a year ago. 4.7% higher than that. And I've been at a number of car dealerships just kind of for fun. My son's really into cars. Practically every new car you look at, you know how it used to be. You look at the, the that complicated government piece of paper they put on there with the the phony mileage and everything like that, and right, yeah. and then and then they go through all the stuff and then they got the price and then you'd think, okay, so if they're asking fifty, I'll offer them forty or whatever. You know, that's that's not the price you're going to pay. It's the opposite now. It'll right. say sixty five under there plus ten thousand. Just cause, or plus fifteen thousand, just cause we can, just cause you don't have any choice. If you want the car fee, yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you want this, you better pay that much because somebody else will fee. So that's just unbelievable. Yeah, that that is still the case. You know, getting back to the Fed thing briefly, I was reading in the journal, the Wall Street Journal. I say the journal so I sound cool. Um, <laughs> that uh, the that whole couple of banks collapsing thing has led to some real concern that's lingered in the banking industry. And so credit has gotten like tighter than they want it to be. What do you do if that's the case? You lower the Fed rate. But the Fed is not in a rate lower in mood. In fact, quite the opposite. So it's a little complicated trying to figure out what they're going to do this time. I wouldn't be surprised to see if they stand pat, but my prediction is useless. So forget I said it. The fifth paragraph in the journal says core consumer prices climbed 5.3%. Economists see core prices as a better predictor of future inflation. Then why isn't that the headline? Okay, I'll leave that alone. You're the Wall Street Journal. (laughs) Exactly. You You lead. Go ahead and choose the number you think is most important to put at the top. I don't understand. Um, One more thing. The U.S. economy has maintained momentum this year, staving off predictions of a recession. The job market remains robust, which is good news or bad news. I'm not sure. And consumers have boosted their spending, though one measure shows economic output is following a possible credit crunch following the March collapse of the regional banks that you just mentioned. Right, yeah. Uh, How long can that go on? I had a conversation with people IRL the other day about that. How long can people continue to? I was talking about the how, you know, we're talking about inflation and this and that, but restaurants, airports, theme parks are all still packed. Um, well, how long can that continue? Or is everybody putting that on the credit card? How is that working out? They do one of those. They pick a family and use them as an example in the Wall Street Journal today. A guy named um, a Williams, 45 years old, has got a couple of kids, and he's talking about how expensive it is to have his two kids playing on traveling sports teams right now. Airline tickets, hotels, all that has gone up. The fees to participate in the tournaments has gone up. Prior to the pandemic, those fees might have been $40. Now they're $65, $75, $85 for the kids to play. And how he's had, he decided to cancel his cable plan, which was $230 a month to try to offset it. But everything I have noticed, everything is, I haven't been able to adjust my head to. I'm shocked every time I'm hit with a number. Like, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. Everything's different now. It costs what to do what? Yeah. Crazy. Whether you're the municipal swimming pool or whatever you're doing. 
I remember when I could take my best girl to the Nickelodeon for a nickel. Right, and that was two years ago. And then bang my, my switchblade on the rain barrel to get it all bent. Anyway, uh, speaking of things consumers do, I thought this was interesting from the WAPO. We've posted a link under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, the do's and don'ts of using home security cameras that see everything. And it's a little long and a little technical. It's the sort of thing you ought to just keep around, uh, but print that out and keep it or whatever. Uh, and, and certainly go with Simply Safe, uh, for your home security, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. But they talk about how hackable systems can be and how you need to be careful where you put your cameras because they're so hackable and how to use encryption and change the default passwords and, uh, set, uh, set up a separate Wi-Fi network. It's all sorts of really good advice. What, so anyway, that's at armstrongandgetty.com. What do they mean by you need to be concerned about where you put your cameras? Is that the walking around naked concern? Uh, yeah. And uh, if you, you want know, to see me naked, knock yourself out. It's uh, it's not going to be what you were hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're talking about positioning it so, uh, you know, it doesn't catch bathrooms, for instance, or into your kid's room. The bathroom? Because, You're really oh, yeah. a weirdo. Yeah, you really are. But some people don't think about that. Or into your kid's room is not good because uh, hackers are big into blackmailing kids. If they see the kids doing something, the kid oh, would wow. be embarrassed to be seen that they'll blackmail the kids. Kids have committed suicide over this. How? how I just this popped into my head. How many parents have put cameras in their kids' bedrooms? So it's more of a keeping an eye on my kids than it is keeping an eye on crime. You know, the old right. nanny cam that right. was a thing for a while. Do, do people do that? I haven't done that. But is that a common thing? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I imagine it happens. Of course it happens. It'd be super easy now for me to have a camera in the corner of both my kids' bedrooms running constantly. And if I get a question about something, I could go back and roll through the tape. I'm not going to tell anybody how to raise their kids, but unless you have like a serious problem with they've been arrested a couple of times mm -hmm. or there's a serious substance abuse problem, uh, oh, that's a bad way to go. I wonder that's if it's, a bad way to be. I wonder if it's the future, though. As we get no, more and no, more on camera terrible. all the time. No, no, I reject that. I reject it. Uh, and I reject you even asking the question. It's <laughs> okay. a sick question. You reject the question. So is that yes. the opposite of I take your question? Uh, yes, that is exactly. I reject your question. Okay. That's the question of an ass. Uh, do you say the, uh, the, the, um, the question of an ass? Huh. I'm just, I'm enraged, as you can tell. Quick survey, because I need to know this for myself. Michael, how many times yeah. do you use your towel? You, you dry yourself off in the shower before you wash it. How many times? Probably, uh, three or four. Three or four. Katie, how many times do you use your towel, your towel when you shower before you wash it? I would probably say two to three. Joe? Way more than that. <laughs> I'm, I'm way more than that also. Hanson? Yeah. Okay, so did the first two answers, now do you feel more comfortable? Yeah, Maybe you didn't I, answer I, completely honestly. Oh, because, how interesting. Because Joe was the first person with the cojones to step up and say, I go longer than that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Katie, or. No, I'm being legit. <laughs> okay, well, the lone female answer is probably, yeah, that makes sense. My my experience with women is they uh, wash their towel more frequently than, God, when I was a single man, I think, I God, there might have been 
I might have gone a whole summer with the same towel. I don't know. The towel ain't junky till it's a little bit funky. <laughs> well, I'm clean. What am I doing? Right. I'm, I'm wiping off clean water from a clean right. body. How, That's what an is, excellent point. What is wrong with that? Yeah. You guys are gross. <laughs> if the towel don't stink, hang it on the sink. That's what I say. What? <laughs> Hey, there's a little more on this security camera stuff if you want it. All right. But, uh, um, uh, also, it, it explains to you what your rights and privileges are if the police come asking for footage. Yeah. And yeah. you can certainly furnish anything you want. I mean, if there's somebody uh, burglaring the neighborhood, and you might have camera footage. I mean, share it anytime you want, but, but you do don't you have, have to. to do without a warrant. It uh, depends on where you are. Uh, San Francisco was the first town that change that right san francisco you have to the businesses i think have to turn over their footage that was a big first in the country ruling yeah i only have a vague memory of that story mm -hmm. so i'll take your word for it but and uh, finally don't be creepy tell people where your cameras are have guests over and you remember that uh, big time real estate guy got busted in northern california because he was perving on people well He'd invite guests over and well, wait a second. So you have people over, which I I, I I have to use this only in theory. I've I haven't had anybody over to my house in so many years. I can't even remember what that would look like, and I don't plan to in the future. But um, uh, if I did, in some weird circumstance where another human being was in my house other than my family, would I say to them like we're sitting down to dinner? Get again. I can't even imagine this scenario. But I would say to them, <laughs> "There's a camera up there in the corner, just letting you know." Well, uh, let. What does it say specifically? Uh, oops, that's the wrong section. Uh, there we go. Make sure everyone in the house is aware of where your cameras are and when they are on. Should I, hand, should I print out flyers? Like a little, like hand them a card when they walk through the door? Or one of those big uh, signs, smile, you're on video. That's what I'll do. I'll have a little one sheet, and it'll have uh, where the bathrooms are and uh, where the cameras are and any other pertinent information. You're going to hand a one sheet to your guests. Surprising you don't have a lot of guests. You know, I've all got all sorts of great uh, consumer stuff that okay, cool. uh, I was hoping we could get to. We will eventually. I was wanting to talk about the intricacies of the, the Trump indictment, but. Oh, jeez. Um, kidding. Completely oh. kidding. And now a word from our friends at MyPillow. Boy, listen to this. We got a tip for you. MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. And listeners are continually making the My Slippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And this is a really special offer. And these are incredible slippers, too. An exclusive four-layer design you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make them ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. And that's why they usually retail for $149.98. But right now, you can get these all-season slippers for $20. Bucks with the promo code Getty. Yep, the all-season slippers, $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. You are limited to 10 pairs at checkout. It's that good. They are super comfortable and super durable. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of these all-season slippers for $25, limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter the promo code Getty, G-E-T-T-Y, MyPillow.com. Look for that radio listener square and remember the promo code Getty, G-E-T-T-Y. Before we go to break, let's ponder... The psychological experiment we did on the Armstrong and Getty show where people were unwilling to answer honestly until someone else answers, answered honestly. Hmm? Let's think about that in our daily lives. It's a pretty well-known facet of uh, polling and economics and, and, and psychology that if your data is self-reported, 
by the subject, you have garbage data. You you mostly think what would be acceptable to others is right. the answer you give. Happens in political polls. Isn't that too. interesting? Is that yeah. what you did, Michael? Yeah. You were ashamed to say. I was ashamed to say it might have been five or six times. <laughs> If not higher. <laughs> wow. Look at him tiptoeing toward honesty. <laughs> All right. I'm disgusting. Inch by inch. <laughs> I'm using the same towel I used when I was 14 years old. Hasn't been Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. I'm reminded of one of my favorite songs by the English band The Clash in their song Death or Glory, uh, which is all about how exciting and dramatic life is and then... uh, to quote Joe Strummer, every cheap hood strikes a bargain with the world, ends up making so- payments on a sofa or a girl. Um, the the Taliban apparently is feeling a bit of that lately. The Taliban, that's the scumbag weirdo 
Islamic fascists who run Afghanistan. Violent, oppressive, cruel, bizarre death cult. Yes, that would be the same fellas. Uh, Bill Maher commenting on their their wistful look back at yesteryear, and then there's more to it. Michael, clip five. There are some other complaints the Taliban have about working at the office. Would you like to hear some of them? Uh, I thought you might. Um, for example, uh, I keep getting my beard stuck in the copier. Is a, is a, uh, I can't find wingtips that go, go with my suicide vest. Oh, wow. Uh, the snack machine is always out of opium. That's, uh, I'm getting carpal tunnel in my beheading hand. Yeah, that's... I tell coworkers I used to blow up statues of Buddha, and they say, okay, boomer. Uh, I'm used to working from caves. <laughs> I was due for a promotion, and who did they give it to? The warlord's son. These are... Uh, no women are allowed to work here, but HR still makes us sit through a sexual harassment seminar. <laughs> that one made me laugh. Um, these are common mundane workplace complaints with the twist of it being if the Taliban, you caught that, did you? <laughs> That's hilarious. The vending machine's always out of opium. <laughs> the Taliban may have won the war in Afghanistan, but the jihadists who once spent their days riding horses in the countryside are now stuck behind a desk, lamenting their boring computer jobs, spending all their times on Twitter. High rent and commutes to work. Uh, the country's news leaders have had time to take over its industries, occupy its buildings, and get very bored of the day-to-day -day drudgery of running the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. In a series of interviews with five former Mujahideen turned government functionaries, the Afghanistan Analytic Network shone a light on the lives of these men who spent time trying to fight an empire, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> they interviewed five members of the Taliban from age 24 to 32. Uh, let's see. Uh, Huzaifa, a former sniper, said life was simple and free during jihad. All we had to do was uh, make plans for attacks against the enemy and for retreating. People didn't expect much from us, and we had little responsibility towards them. Whereas now, if someone's hungry, he deems us directly responsible for that. These are the same complaints all warriors have had returning back to society since the dawn of time and probably always will. I know people who served in Iraq and Afghanistan who have that feeling about coming back to back home to the United States. That's not oh, yeah. surprising to me. I mean, you're doing a very <laughs> exciting, a very difficult, a very specific job, and now you're thrust into the kind of mushy real world of not quite as satisfying, not as clear what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I would characterize it as you had a very clear, compelling, urgent purpose every day and you were working with a bunch of people who had the same purpose, and you loved it. And now you're sitting there in some bureaucracy answering the phone when you feel like it. Uh, the Taliban used to be free of restrictions, writes the sniper, says the sniper. Now we sit in one place behind a desk and computer 24 hours a day. Life's become wearisome. You do the same things every day. 25-year-old Abdul Nafi says, I sometimes miss the jihad life for all the good things that it had. In our ministry, there's little work for me to do. Therefore, I spend most of my time on Twitter. <laughs> Jeez Louise. 
Uh, they complain about the price of rent in Kabul, where they got to be for government work. They also complained about the traffic. Last year was tolerable, but the last few months become more and more congested, said one former fighter. Taliban uh, yeah. complaining about traffic. Yeah, yeah. In the group, we had a great degree of freedom about where to go, where to stay, whether to participate in the war. However, these days, you have to go to the office before 8. You have to be there till at least 4. And if you don't go, you're considered absent, and your wage for that day is cut from your salary. Uh, let's see. Another a man named Kamran also lamented office life. I'm sort of happy with my job, but often mistimes the jihad. During that time, every minute of our life was counted as worship. We used to live among the people. Now we're caged in offices and palaces, abandoning that simple life. And at the same time, uh, spiritually, things are more complicated. We're tested by cars, positions, wealth, and women. Many of our mujahideen, God forbid, have fallen into these seemingly sweet but actually bitter traps. <laughs> well, says you. We don't allow women here, and we still have to sit through the, through the sexual harassment training. Hi-yo! Hey now! It's ironic. I got used to working from the cave. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.